0: Welcome to Connect BizCast, a podcast series that aims to get more in-depth with the ins and outs of the business owners we feature in Connect Business Magazine. Every episode, we feature up to three different local business owners and ask the tough questions about business and what makes them successful. Well, joining us today, we have Steve Wegman, who, where do I begin? You have Weggies, the 507 food truck, 507 physical location downtown, and just opened up, Krusty's Donuts. Correct. So yeah, I want to go back. That's where you are today. But I'm going to go back to maybe 18-year-old Steve Wegman and talk about where you were at that time in your life. Because it's been kind of a long and winding road to where you are now. You
1: know, I'd like to go back in that time and just hold him and look him in the face and say, don't do what you're going to do. Change your life. Move on. Um, you know, I, went to, I went to Concordia College in Moorhead. I graduated in Alexandria. And my school counselor said, you need to go to college? I'm like, okay. So we applied to Concordia College in Moorhead, the only one school we applied to. And that's the only letter I got back in the mail. My parents were ecstatic, yada, yada, yada. So I went to Concordia, four years, uh, ended up coming back to Mankato and working at MSU for a year under Paul Allen. So in some ways I've come full circles from where i started at 21 to being you know where i am right now um as I, I you know it's gonna get redundant but you know my first job was with paul allen uh worked at msu sports information office and i made a whopping three thousand two hundred dollars a year and i had to take classes so it was like is it a job or isn't it a job but it was a job so i mean here I am.
0: Yeah. But from sports information to owning restaurants, that's quite a, a, a lot of people hard left.
1: left. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is. I mean, I think I've just, just followed a career path that, that hasn't been established. I mean, I don't know what I'll do next week or, or next year. I mean, I, I don't know, but I mean, it just continues to grow. I think it grows out of not boredom, but I mean, I think over time things just become so much Easier, or, or it's better to manage. I mean, I look at like LeBron James in sports. I mean, he can make three throws all the time now, just because he's done it so many times. So I'm like, maybe it's the same thing for cracking eggs. I'm not sure.
0: The thing, the thing that strikes me about Leggies is it already has, I feel like it has a reputation of a restaurant that's been around forever. You know, everyone thinks of it as a breakfast place. Or, sure. But it's really, it's not that old.
1: Oh, I think it, to be honest, I think it's probably six, seven years old altogether. But you're right. It seems like it's one of those iconic places like downtown by the Metrodome or whatnot, or by by the Gophers. I mean, some place it's always been there. But I think, I think that's just because of the support we got right away, students, families, uh, elderly couples. I mean, you know, the, it's just crazy how many people we attract.
0: I know. It's true. And so when I first contacted you about being in Connect Business Magazine, we were setting up some meetings, and you had a little confusion on the schedule. And you're like, you called me, and you're like, you're going to figure out this is how I roll. <laughs> well,
1: you know, is it today? Is it tomorrow? I mean, my planner is my planner's typically in the back of my truck on the floor. Um, I mean, I I struggle to plan things or to do things that way. I mean, I have two small kids. I'm 52. I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old. And I mean, you know, who would have thunk that? I mean, all my friends are grandparents already, and I'm just the dad already. So, I mean, I yeah, I'm constantly juggling stuff, but I mean, you know, I showed up today on time, and I didn't you have did. to call. I didn't have to call in advance. I mean, I just knew where to be. <laughs> I googled it this morning to get the address. Oh, though.
0: so well, that's I'm good. getting there. So you're on the ball. Yeah. But I'm just in thinking about that organizational skills that you have. How are you keeping track of four different businesses?
1: You know, we have really good people, um, and I think that's what makes the success easier to continue to grow. Because I mean, you can crusties you know we we hadn't made a donut since you know a week before we opened um but now you know we're we're making donuts at a pretty good clip but now we have people in place that do their job come in when they're supposed to do what they're supposed to and we just continue to evolve i think that happens everywhere i mean my wife danny you know typically i i start the process i get it up and running and then i just basically say here you go you know Pay the bills get the employees paid yada 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 and so you just continue to move so i mean i think i think that's part of it but i mean you're you're always in touch like from here i'll go back up to work and i'll be there for three four hours and then go downtown so i mean you're constantly in motion but i mean it's fun Mm -hmm. i mean you'd get i'd get stagnant or i'd get you know bored and then you know it's like what am i going to do well you would ask me about my hobbies i'm like i don't have any hobbies my hobbies are working kids i guess
0: yeah, I think a kid, the kids are playing a major role in your life.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm a great dad compared to what I would have been at 30 or even 40. I mean, I'm I'm around a lot. We do a lot of stuff. I mean, we skip school to go to the zoo on, on Monday. And so Tuesday I had to tell her that, you know, you were sick. You know, we can't tell him you went to the zoo because you know, <laughs> we went to the zoo. But, I mean, it's, it's fun. I mean, I think that's another reason why we strive to, to – to, to have success to maybe be able to pass something down or to you know give them an opportunity that maybe you know not not everybody would get mm-hmm. so maybe that's the end game for us
0: mm-hmm. and you talk about coming full circle back to msu You started there in the sports information mm-hmm. office you're back there now on campus with weggies and you said you still keep in touch with paul allen so those relationships are sort of what's helped yeah, you. i actually just called him up last week to get a bobblehead
1: i didn't know they had a bacchus bobblehead so he ran one over and i swapped him out donuts for it but I mean yeah I mean you see you see Paul I mean I used to go to Don Brose's house and interview him for hockey after the hockey games and things like that so I mean you know you just you develop friendships with Morgan Thaler's and and the football coaches and whatnot so I mean it's 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 more fun I used to be a huge professional sports fan Viking season tickets yada yada now I care more about what MSU does in terms of football and basketball and soccer and softball because you, you're vested with not only the coaches but the players mm-hmm. and you're like god you know these guys are great they're fun they're easy going and they care so now it's instead of seeing the lebron you're like you're rooting for these guys to succeed like for hockey i mean it's crazy that msu is so good in hockey
0: mm-hmm. year after year i mean
1: it's crazy yeah. or football there you know constantly playing for championships mm-hmm. i mean out of Mankato it's it's it doesn't make sense
0: yeah and I wish Mankato was more aware of that to be honest with you I don't know if they understand what they have here
1: oh for sure yeah you go to a football game it's not overly well attended or a basketball game same premise they're always going to the NCAA tournaments and things like that so you're just like maybe you take it for granted I don't know or maybe there's just so much going on that, it, that it's hard to to do it all but it's crazy. I mean, that that's a big part of our success, I feel, is the success of MSU athletics, but also, you know, plays and things like that because they're well attended and the nights there plays and whatnot. You know, we, we get a pretty steady flow of people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about Krusty's real quickly before we have to go. That's your newest. Sure. And how's it going? It's good.
1: I mean, it's crazy. Like I said, we had never, never made a donut. If it wasn't for YouTube, um, I don't know where we'd be right now. Um, but like I just previously said, i never thought I wanted to be a baker when I grew up. Um, and I never thought you'd have to get up at one or two in the morning to go make donuts. But I mean, you do, I guess, but it's been fun. I think it's been pretty well received. Um, we haven't really started doing any advertising. It's basically been word of mouth, Facebook posts here and there. So I think that's, that's another area that I think we need help in. Um, We don't do a lot of advertising, a lot of social media, that kind of stuff. More for the fact that maybe I'm out of the loop. Maybe my age has finally caught up with me that, you know, Twitter. To me, that's what Tweety Bird used to do. But, I mean, mean, it's fun. Uh, It's it's fun to see families sit there and drink chocolate milk and the little boy's eating his donuts and things like that. So that's the kind of stuff. It's like, you know, we built this. Now you see what people take advantage of it for. So it's been fun.
0: Yeah. You have built something great and you said you don't like to stay stagnant. So what's next? Let's leave with that.
1: You know, we might be thinking about one or two, th- maybe one thing, you know, maybe announce that in a couple of weeks. But I think we might just do one more thing and then call it quits until something else comes along. <laughs> but I mean, you're always getting phone calls and I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. It's like, you know, would you want to we're building this? Would you be interested in joining us here? Would you want to do this? Would you want to do that? I mean, then you stop and though you do think like, so this this threat we have now with, with, the, with the virus, it's like, you know what, could that shut everybody down? Or if it did, you know, what would you do if you didn't have customers for 30 days and you have five restaurants? You'd be like, oh boy, here we go. So, I mean, you kind of think about that in the back of your mind, but I mean, it is what it is, but I mean, we'll just continue to grow and hopefully, you know, get the support of the community and whatnot, and we'll see what happens.
0: All right, Steve Bugman, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Well, joining us now we have Mike Kahn with the Small Business Development Center in Mankato, but here today to talk about something different, and that's the 1 Million Cups Initiative that launched in Mankato, I think a couple of years ago. About two years ago. All right, and let's, for those that don't know, what is 1 Million Cups?
2: Well, One Million Cups is an effort of the uh, Kaufman Foundation, which is based out of Kansas City, and their mission is to spread uh, entrepreneurship worldwide. And it's kind of helped changing that mindset of economic development and really putting the focus on entrepreneurs and creating a entrepreneurial-friendlier community. Mm-hmm.
0: And what's been neat for me to see um, through my involvement is the different people that have come together for this committee that's sort of doing this every week.
2: Yeah, yeah. We have about 10 community organizers they come from every walk of life. They come from banks. They come from businesses. They come from the university. Um, so it's pretty well uh, uh, rounded from that perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. So if someone goes to attend a One Million Cups uh, session, what can they expect?
2: Well, I mean, first of all, One Million Cups, I mean, the, the whole thing is coffee. So they're going to get to it right away. And you're going to meet a bunch of uh, community members, uh, people that you probably never new we're either business people or we're involved in helping entrepreneurs and you're going to sit down and you're going to watch two presentations the two presentations are usually from businesses that are five years or younger so that we call these emerging businesses and um, they're going to kind of talk about what they do how business has been and then there's a question and answer session um, where you know the number one question is is what can the community do for you and helping you with your small business.
0: And that's why I wanted to bring you here today, because I really feel like that's this is the direction that Mankato is going. I think we've sustained so well with the economy because we have these varied, small, locally owned businesses that are thriving here. And I think this initiative is just going to help us keep going in that direction.
2: Well, that's that's what we're aiming for from the standpoint is that uh, it's been proven that entrepreneurship and the smaller businesses, you know, majority of these business owners, especially if you're talking five years or less, um, they're one person shops or they employ five or less people and it really helps diversify the, the local economy as well
0: mm-hmm. now I'm not gonna lie my son who's graduating soon wanted to major in entrepreneurial management and as a mom <laughs> that scared <laughs> me but I don't think it's quite as scary as it used to be
2: no it's not I mean um, you know I mean I'm, I go back a few decades and I can remember uh, back during the farm, Uh, Depression of the 80s in this in this area. As far as uh, everybody's talking about economic development, and communities were kind of looking for that white knight in shining armor to come. Well, that era economic development is not quite what it used to be. Uh, You're not going to have very seldom. I mean, they're out there on occasions, but very seldom. You're going to have a company come to your community, plant 100 new jobs with living wages and great benefits. So the best thing to do is to grow from within. And I think a lot of communities are looking at that as a as a strategy in which can help them build and develop their community over the long haul.
0: So let's get some specifics. <clears throat> so I didn't warn you about this, sorry, but can sure. you maybe pull a couple out of your head, looking back at the presentations that you think have have been success stories from One Million Cup?
2: Oh wow! You know, just last, just yesterday, you know, when we take a look at the um, pizza farm in Wałsika, you know, that's a unique concept, which you know, we had a we had a family operation. <clears throat> they wanted to do what else they could find out to with their with their farm. So they developed up on a concept to create a unique environment to bake, you know, wood oven-fired pizzas and have entertainment. And they have it out in the farm basically through uh, spring and uh, fall months. So it's pretty cool from that concept.
0: And what were they looking for <clears throat> when they came to Win Cups?
2: Well, I think what they were looking for as far as getting some contacts for additional entertainment venues because you know in this day and age in business when we talk about uh, restaurants when you even talk about retail um entertainment that entertainment venue or entertainment uh, niche is starting to grow as far as within businesses because you know we're all kind of tied to our computers and our smartphones so um you know this probably isn't a good time to talk about it but we need that social activity
0: as well Yes, that's true. So um, for One Million Cups, what strikes me about it is it's good for anyone to come. I think anyone that goes there can learn something, whether they're the presenter or not.
2: Yeah. And, and we really, really encourage people, you know, if, if you're thinking about entrepreneur venture, uh, if you made that first sell, if you've been in business for five years or less, consider presenting. You know, we have uh, part of our organizers groups, we have coaches that uh, help those presenters get ready. Uh, it's quick. You know, usually the, the presenters have about six minutes and then they have to open up for uh, questions and answers.
0: Right. And it's not intimidating because everyone's there to help you.
2: Exactly. It's not like I call, you know, like we call Shark Tank. Right. We're not there to get you. Um, basically, we're there to help you.
0: Mm-hmm. And then this year what's exciting is you're taking it on the road. So it's gonna be more of a regional effort now.
2: Yeah, I think, I think we're one of the first ones to do something like this in the nation. Um, what we're doing because, you know, Mankato is the hub, but we have some very, very great entrepreneurs that are in our neighboring communities as well. So when we went to a weekly event this past January, we thought it was important to include some of our regional communities. So the second Wednesday of the month, we're on the road. So we've been to Waseca, we've been to St. Peter. In the future here, we're going to be doing it in Fairmont, uh, New Home blue earth we're also going to go look up go up to montgomery lasur so uh, we're doing that basically from a standpoint utilizing video conferencing do it uh, we link we have people still come to our Mankato site but the main focus is on the road and we have the technology there so we can essentially you know participate via video. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, is this also a chance for someone that's maybe looking for a company to invest in to go to these and see these emerging businesses?
2: You bet. This is an opportunity as far as for them to kind of take a look at what's happening within the region, what's happening within the community for businesses. And, um, you know, um, um, I would not be surprised if there's been a few People from uh, our our regular crowd that shows up that have actually been investors in some of these businesses.
0: And where online can people go for more information on One Million Cups?
2: Well, if you go to OneMillionCups.org, you're gonna get a drop-down box. It's gonna show you essentially as far as uh, how to uh, uh, pick your community because there's hundreds of communities that are involved in One Million Cups. You hit the Mankato icon, it takes you to our website specifically. Um, Also, uh, we have a link through our website through the SBDC at Minnesota State University, Mankato, and that's MyMinnesotaBusiness.com.
0: And before you get away, I want to talk about SBDC. Sure. I think it's a, very, it's a well-hidden gem in our yep. community. I don't think people realize your services are free. Yes, they are.
2: Uh, we are supported uh, by the university, by the Small Business Administration, also from the state of Minnesota. We also have uh, various community sponsors that help us throughout the region. And uh, we have uh, around 15 different consultants and Every area, every gamut of business, from marketing to financial planning to uh, franchising and human resources. So, you know, if a business has an issue, they can contact us. The uh, best way to do it is go to MyMinnesotaBusiness.com. Hit the uh, basically the client icon in the upper right-hand corner, apply for services, and uh, we'll get you uh, fixed up with one of our consultants, and it's absolutely free.
0: All right. Thanks, Mike, for joining us you today. bet. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Connect BizCast. This episode was brought to you by OMG. If it's not authentic, creative, or effective, it's not OMG.